can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. We are really excited for this episode because we've got probably one of our fave guests. I know we always say yeah. that, but this really is one of our fave guests. I think she's probably the most important guest we've ever yes. had. I don't actually want to re- I don't actually want to say who it is until it gets okay. to her. Well, why don't you tell us what's on this episode okay. without revealing too much? So we are talking about scalp health in particular, like dandruff and how to treat it and why it happens. And then we have our very, very special guest. We may up. as well say who it is because it's going to be in the episode notes. Oh, all right, fine. <laughs> Kate, our founder of Adore Beauty, who we think that you will really want to hear from. And of course, our products we didn't know we needed. So for today's Cringy Convo, we are talking about scalp health slash dandruff. Yes. I have dealt with this. Why do I deal with everything? <laughs> Why have I been given all of the bad like luck in my life? I have everything. Areola hair, flaky scalp, literally. I mean, look, people have worse lives than you. <laughs> oh, that's actually true. Yeah. Can, you not, can you not bring attention to that, please? People are going to now troll me and be like, I can't believe yeah. like your life is... <laughs> anyway, it's fine. Guys. We know that you deal with a lot, Hannah. I know. Um, and you're very open with sharing, which we all appreciate. Um, and you have been experiencing dandruff recently. I don't know if it's dandruff or because it's not itchy. Mm-hmm. This is the difference. I have had dandruff in my youth and yeah. I think we've probably all had it at one yeah. point in our lives. And what I, what really I've always hated about it when I was younger was you have to go to the supermarket and you have to secretly get like the medicated shampoo, yeah. put it. It's like when you buy, when you were younger and you bought pads and mm. you'd like hide them underneath everything else at the supermarket. Yeah. I don't know why I used to do that. But you know what that medicated shampoo? shampoo does as well it strips your color yes and it strips all the moisture out of your hair so you end up with like really dry kind of like so yeah so I have had dandruff before and I and that is it's really you really know you have it because your your scalp is so itchy yeah you have a really really have you had this mine doesn't really get itchy like I've had you probably haven't dandruff before but I've had flakiness right but well the itchiness is probably it's that's that's what so that's what I hate about dandruff but yeah I haven't actually had dandruff in the last few years it's more of a flaky scalp yeah and the one thing that I learned from starting at a door was that your scalp which I never really thought of yeah. it's like your skin it is your skin and so just like we've talked about every other area yeah. of your body where you get build up of product or sweat or yeah. dead skin cells it's exactly the same on your scalp. Yeah, but you'll see like a lot of shampoos and conditioners are designed for the hair and not really for the scalp. Yes. But you were using the sea salt scrub, which I think you did as a product. Yes, I did that as a product that I didn't know I needed. So that is a sea salt scrub. As you know, it tastes like salt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is really, really good. So I don't use – it is a tiny little bit drying. Yeah. And I – or – if I already have dry hair, yeah. so for me, I don't use it every day. Yeah, it's probably a once a week thing. Just like, a, like I do a chemical exfoliation twice a week. It's really similar, but I have discovered a new shampoo and conditioner and mm-hmm. serum for dandruff that is yes. bougie and beautiful. It actually is the most stunning packaging oh I've ever seen in my life. How I actually just want to buy. I don't even have dandruff, <laughs> but I just want to buy it so that it's in my shower. Um, so that 
would be the Orbe Serene Scalp yes. product. And also you don't have to like it looks nice in your bathroom. It's so not nice. like it doesn't scream, I have dandruff. It's like this pastel pink colour. Yeah. Oh, it's and it's also so the nice. name, yeah. Serene Scalp. Yeah. Not your scalp will be serene. Not anti dandruff shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we cover off what actually causes a flaky scalp first yeah. if you are experiencing this and you're listening to the podcast? So it can be caused by a lot of things. So irritation, for example, which I think was your issue, Hannah, is yes. that you went through a lot of colouring. Yes. Um, and probably those chemicals on your scalp caused a lot of irritation. But then also people that experience psoriasis and eczema will often get um, psoriasis on the scalp as well, and that can cause flakiness. Um, and then if you've ever had like a sun, have you ever had a sunburn on your part? Oh, my God. Oh, that is the worst. Awful, yeah. yes. I've had that so many times. Um, can you and then put I get sunscreen the or just wear a hat? Well, you're meant to wear sunscreen in your oh. part, but um, it obviously makes your hair a bit gross but I mean if you don't want to have a flaky scalp for three weeks afterwards Um, and then just dryness sensitivity sensitivity to products and also something that um, people don't realize they're doing is not washing out products properly so they're not rinsing their hair well enough when they wash their hair or they're not removing the buildup of styling products. Do you think that's because I didn't know this until probably starting at a door? You really need, you know, when you go to the hairdresser and the hairdresser gives your scalp a really, yes. really good scrub. Yeah. I wasn't doing that. I do yeah. that now. I yeah. do. I, I shampoo twice and yeah. I give my scalp a really, really nice massage. Yeah. Especially if you use a lot of styling products, if you've got curly or hair or shampoo. something and you're, yeah, dry shampoo is a killer. Um, so you really need to make sure you're washing that out properly. Give yourself a really good scalp massage. That also stimulates um, the scalp as well to, you know, grow healthier hair. And I mean, um, I would highly recommend um, that Christopher Balm purifying scrub for yeah. once a week. Like yep. do your Sunday routine and yep. give your scalp a good scrub. Mm. And how do you use the Serene Scalp stuff? Because they've got like a little serum, but they've also yeah. got a shampoo and conditioner. So I got that for a period where I was, I went to the hairdresser and she's like, you're, you're real. I had, yeah, gone through quite a lot of color my scalp was really flaky it was like I was noticing it and it was really I was like going to meetings and like having to like dust off my scalp oh, I never noticed it really well yeah. it's probably because I was dusting it off yeah. I did it in the lift on the way to work I was like <laughs> look like really closely at my scalp anyway so I then started using the serene scalp to try to get that under control so it's a shampoo and conditioner yeah um and then there's also a serum that it comes with and so it's really soothing Which is a leave-on treatment yeah so, so you've so the thing with this is you've really got to get into the scalp. Yeah. You've really got to like yep. massage the scalp with the product. I find the leave-on thing interesting because that's got um, uh, mint and chamomile in it. So it like soothes it straight away. Very soothing. It yeah. feels soothing as soon as, as soon as you put it on. Yeah. So if you're irritated and itchy, yep. that would be really nice. Um, I do want to say it's very expensive. Yeah. So like the price the shampoo point, is $68. Yep. Yeah. So I would say the price point um, is yeah, so it, it's not super affordable. Yeah. That's why I think that if you're if you're wanting to go for something a little bit less expensive, I think what the Christopher Barnes still probably expensive, but you only yeah. I only use that once a week, and it's a really good scrub that you can. It lasts ages as well. It really, you scrub. don't. You, oh my god, you do not need much. Yeah, you just need a little scoop, and it yeah. lathers and beautifully. With water. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're a bougie bitch like us, yeah. get on the Orbe Serene Scalp because it looks so nice yeah. in your shower. Not that we buy products because they look nice. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of do too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
I would say that this is probably our most important guest of all time. It is Kate Morris, our founder of Adore Beauty, who's coming to have a chat today. I'm so nervous. It's so funny. I You've been on every other podcast in Australia. Well, this is funny. It's like, hey, wait a minute. This is my business and I didn't yeah. get to be on until what, like, yeah. episode, where are we up to? Episode yeah. eight. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. She's I'm been glad busy. that you invited no. me on. <laughs> we just wanted to be sure it was going well before we wasted your time. Yeah, that's exactly true. Oh, I'm so excited. So what our customers and listeners might find interesting is why did you actually start Adore Beauty all these years ago? It's nearly uh, 20 years. It's, I know. God, that's so – it makes me ancient, doesn't it? <laughs> um, look, you know what? I was a beauty junkie since forever, like since I was 13, and I used to like sort of pinch all my mum's Estee Lauder stuff out mm-hmm. of the bathroom and um, here's me saving up all my pocket money because it was like Clinique gift with purchase time in Harris <laughs> like, you know, like major sort of beauty nerd. And I think what I always loved about it, because I was a, you know, huge dork at school, and I think once I discovered beauty, for me it was like, oh, I get to be a different person when I put mm. this on. Like I can, you know, kind of be the, you know, fabulous self that I feel like on the inside. And that was really what I always loved about it. And, um, you know, sort of fast forward a few years and um, my uni job was working on the Clarence counter, which I loved like so much fun. Um, but it really struck me how you know, when I when I explained to people what I was doing for my part time job, everyone would just kind of like pull this face and go, "Oh, God, I hate going in there. It's the mm. worst. All the women are so scary, and they oh, jump." That's the on only you. place you can go, and it was the yeah. only place that you could go. And they're like, "Oh," and people would people would tell me these stories, be like, "Oh, yeah, I went in there, and the woman was like really aggressive, and she sold me two hundred fifty dollars worth of stuff, and I came home and cried and made my boyfriend go oh. and return it." And it's just oh. like, "Oh, that's you know," and that's for me, like beauty. <laughs> Like, it's supposed to make you feel fabulous yeah. and confident and like a million mm. bucks when you walk out the door every morning. Yeah. And if the shopping experience is so intimidating and so awful for people that it's making them feel worse about themselves, mm. and I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I've been um, there. Yeah. When you go in and you're like, oh, you feel so nervous about because they're trying to sell you stuff that's so expensive you don't really yeah. want it but you don't know what to say and you you're don't like, know what to oh, say and you don't have all the information either and, yep. and yep. they're you know they're telling you this thing and you're like oh I don't know if that's right yep. but okay uh, yep. um and, and this was sort of like just in the really really early days of online shopping and I was like oh this is me as a 21 year old student with no idea about anything I was like, <laughs> oh someone needs to do this for beauty because mm. people would love that um, you know, if you could actually go on and, and like look at all the information and read reviews by other people yeah. and, you know, be able to kind of mix and match brands without telling you off, for, anyone telling you off for doing mm. it, I thought, oh, you know, that someone, someone's going to do that. That's going to be great. And then I kind of, you know, waited and thought about it for a few months and talked about I think I bored all of my friends sick with, you know, talking about it. And in the end, um, my boyfriend and I were driving across the Westgate Bridge because he lived at the opposite side of town to me. And he said, sort of looked at each other and said, look, you know, are you going to do this or what? And I went, oh. And it was literally not until that moment that I'd ever thought of starting a business as as a career path. Like I never, I thought that was something other people did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty amazing that at 21, you yeah. had the insight oh. to be like, this is a major opportunity and I'm going to do it. Like but, when I was 21, I can't imagine doing that. I'm just trying to think 20 years ago, what online shops were there? Well, there was like, there was very early Amazon. Mm-hmm. There was not much in Australia. There was like 
wish list and D store. Um, I don't know any of these. <laughs> I know it was like it was really, really, really early. Um, so there wasn't. I mean, there wasn't anything yeah. in beauty, like nothing at all. I think it's really interesting back then you were like thinking, because I know you had forums really early, in the early days yeah. as well, like yeah. definitely at the forefront yeah. of what we do. The social era of people yeah. sharing yes. sharing their Actually reviews. letting people talk to each other. And yeah. I've got to tell you, that, like this was terrifying for the beauty industry, like yeah. my biggest challenge you know, in, in the early years and look still now a bit, to be honest, is is trying to convince beauty brands that, look, if you let people talk to each other about your products, yes. nothing bad will happen yep. and that that's actually a good thing and you should yeah. do that. Um, but for, for the industry, I mean, that it was me rocking up as a 21-year-old student with no business experience going, hey, can I completely disrupt the way that you do yeah. business? <laughs> It'll be fun, I promise. Yeah, um, yeah it, it, look, that was slow going. At, at what start. point do you think that you realised, because I didn't really shop online until the last few years, at no. what point do you think women were like, no, this is how I shop now? Oh, look, like now. <laughs> it's always even small when I started almost four years ago yeah. and it wasn't really, people weren't really doing the online beauty thing even then. No, look, and I think it kind of started um, like back when, you know, it was sort of what was it like uh, 2011, 2012 or something when like the, the Australian dollar went up to parity and all of a sudden everything was like stupid expensive here yep. compared to everybody else. And I think that, you know, it was a price thing originally when, yeah. when people started shopping online. And um, but, you know, the good thing about that is that it helped everybody to sort of discover that, oh, actually, you know. There are other there are other places mm. you can go. There are other ways that you can do this aside from having to go into a department store and be you and know. be blind, almost blind. Like yeah. right, yeah. Exactly. I know, like my sister who was ne- who never shopped for beauty online. She now goes on a door to read if she wants something. Yeah. She'll go on. Her first thing is to read all the reviews, yeah. and she's like, "It's a game changer." Yeah. That's been a game changer for shopping for her because she's like, "These people actually have used the product. Have yeah. used the product. Yes, I know. Revolutionary. Yes, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of people. People have asked me before, like, is the next step for a door beauty going to be a bricks and mortar store? Like, that's a question that I get a fair bit. Yeah. Why is it that you don't want to do bricks and mortar? Oh, look, I just think with online, I mean, there's so much more that we can we can do. Yeah. I mean, in a bricks and mortar store, I think you're still really limited to the mm-hmm. knowledge of just that one person who's serving you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas online, you've got, you know, all of the thousands of people who have tried this product yep. before and, and you know... A, I mean, what we're doing at the moment in terms of, you know, the personalization that we're developing for the site. I mean, you're talking about taking the preferences of, you know, the millions of people who visit our site every month and, you know, what things do they like and what things do they buy? I mean, you can't you can't do that in a store yeah. environment. It's really yeah. hard. It's actually a bit restricted, weirdly. Yeah, and you yeah. have all the information in front of you as well. You can see what ingredients are in things. Like I always it's find for that. For you, an ingredient I nerd. always read the ingredients. Oh, 100%. Me <laughs> yeah. too. And that was, yeah. you know, like 19 years ago, that was the first thing I'm like, because I was looking at beauty sites overseas and I was yeah. like, why do they not have the ingredients on here? Yeah. They need to know what's in stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the big frustrations for me at the early days is that well, no one was giving anybody any education about yeah. ingredients. No one was explaining to anybody how things actually worked. It was all just this kind of marketing 
bullshit. And, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And trying to cut through that online exactly. is, is still a challenge. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. It's still hard. Yeah. yeah. So you've been working in the beauty industry for 20 years now. Oh, longer because you're on the Clarence counter. Well, longer because mm. I was on the Clarence counter. And then before that, from the time I was 15, I used to work after school in a chemist and um, used to beg them to let me like work in the beauty area and like dust the Revlon stand. <laughs> I love that little photo of you <laughs> where you've got the crimped hair and you've done your makeup. I think you were going to a disco or something. Oh, Oh, yes, that's what I that's love the one from, that from photo. grade six. It's like yes. 1989. Guys, we're going to share that. Oh, you must. <laughs> we'll have to find yeah. it and share it's it. It's so cute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you've worked in the beauty industry for a long time. Yeah. Um, you must have things that you love about it and then you also must have frustrations about it as well. Oh, yeah, look, for sure. I mean, in, uh, yeah, the, the things that frustrate me still are things like, um, you know, just these really stupid airbrushed Mm. ads that are like fake mm-hmm. like you foundation know. ads where oh, it's yeah. like um that's she doesn't airbrushed. even have yeah. any pores <laughs> it's just it's not even anybody's skin or mascara ads are the worst for yeah, it actually yeah. i'm like there's that's no false way. lashes that's false lashes <laughs> and then photoshop on top of that and yeah. it's like i don't understand why you have to do that like it's actually yeah. just lies why yeah. you have to do that there's i would much rather see okay here's the person before mascara and after mascara yeah, yeah. show Sold. me what it actually <laughs> yeah. does yeah. like why should that be so why should that be so revolutionary i don't i don't yeah. Get yeah. That. So that that's a bit frustrating. Um, I think the whole idea that, you know, this kind of put out there a bit that the beauty should be, you know, effortless and when you have these beauty icons and they're like, oh, what are your beauty secrets? And they don't go, oh, well, I get, you know, laser and Botox and mm-hmm. filler and all this sort of stuff. They're like, oh, I drink eight glasses of water oh, yeah, like I hate that. I was like, oh, what I do rubbish? yoga. <laughs> what rubbish? my crystals. <laughs> No shade to crystals. I love my crystals. You know, and, and and it's just it's I don't, I don't know why we why anybody sort of tries to perpetuate that you know sort of looking a certain way that you know in that sort of luminous way that celebrities do. I mean that's a lot of hard work. Yeah, I think I what annoys me sometimes is it's like you're not allowed to not be okay with aging. Like mm. it's like. I'm a, like, I don't feel 100% comfortable with it yet. Yeah. Isn't that okay? Like That's I'm it. working towards it, but it. I'm not there yet. And it's like, Same. yes. Oh, yes. It's I like mean, you see your face changing. Like it is kind of a scary process. It really is. It really is. And look, I mean, you know, I'd speak as someone who, you know, 10 years ago was like, oh, I would never get Botox. Yeah. And now I totally do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love and, it. Love but, it. But why, why doesn't anybody talk about that? Yeah. It's like, can we not just all sort of. We're talking you know, about yeah, it. <laughs> That's what, that's what, you know, that's what I love about mm. Adora and about what we're trying to do here is like, can we at least talk about that stuff and even talk about the fact that, well, you know, we do it, but we would love to be so self-actualised that we can sort of, you know, age gracefully and be cool with it, but we're not yeah. quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. <laughs> Hannah's allowed to say that she's got a problem with it and no one's going to troll her for it. 100%. No. 100%. Yeah. I went into the, the laser place that I've been going to, you know, sort of get some pigmentation broken up and... Um, and I mentioned to the to the nurse, I said, oh, look, you know, I said, oh, I feel like my jawline's kind of starting to drop a bit. Is there anything we can do about that? And she was like, oh, well, you need to go and get this and you need to get as much done as you can before menopause oh. because after that it all goes to custard. And I'm like, oh, my menopause? <laughs> custard? What? <are> you- <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Oh, God. You know, and, mm. and this is, you know, this is what happens when you're in your 40s. I'm just like, wow, this is brutal. Really, like, I feel like you see, like, I feel now I'm 30, so this there's like that change and you're like, oh, I'm starting to notice things, particularly around the eyes. And then, but then I see my mum who's gone through it or she's almost 60 and she's like, 
still looks good, but he's kind of cool with it now. Yeah. And that's like, I feel like it's a process. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And it's and it's something that, you know, I, I sort of struggle with because I also too, you know, I mean, even just sort of like from a feminist perspective, see mm-hmm. the way that, yes. you know, women are valued for beauty, whereas yeah. men are valued for their success and accomplishments and wealth and whatever. And so yeah. it kind of gets better for them as they get older. Yeah. Whereas for us, it's sort of like, you know, yeah. it sort of goes downhill and, um, you know, and I, and I see all of that and yeah. I understand all of that, but still I'm worried about my jawline. <laughs> and I think that's like, is that sort of, do you think with that feminist perspective, it's like hard to, to, to sort of to get resolve about. those to re- things. Yeah, to yeah. resolve those two things together. Is it okay to be both? Well. To care about the way that you look but to also. I think it is and I don't, I, you know, one of the things I don't like is, you know, people assuming that you're superficial because you blow dry your hair. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, it makes me feel good and yeah. whose business is. Even superficial is that, for getting yeah. Botox. If I <laughs> right. like the way I look. Like, why is it your Why problem? is it anybody else's <laughs> yeah. business? And yeah. that's that's my bit. That's, you know, kind of one of my big things about mm-hmm. beauty and I guess one of the values that I've sort of tried to bring through in Adora. Like sometimes people say to me, oh, I don't wear eyeshadow. Do you think I should? I'm like, well, what if you don't want to? Yeah. yeah. Like do what you want. Do yeah, what makes you happy. Exactly. And wear no makeup at all, honestly. If they, I would never, ever, ever say to anybody, oh, you should be wearing concealer because, like, yeah. you know what, just I do, think, do And if you walk into the Adore Beauty office, no a lot one's of wearing us my, don't yeah. wear makeup to yeah. work. I think one of the biggest things for me, when the uh, my misconception when I started working in the beauty industry was like, oh, I'm going to have to wear makeup every day. It's been the opposite. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. I think I said to you in your first Jonah's week. like, stop wearing makeup to work. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that's it. And, and that's, that's what I'm really happy about it is that, you know, everybody feels sort of comfortable enough in mm. themselves to do what makes you happy on a yeah. given day. And if it's, you know, sometimes I feel those days where it's like, oh, oh I don't think I've got quite enough in me today. I'm, not, I'm just going to have to be a red lipstick day yeah. today. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just need that extra thing to give you a lift. And then other days you're like, you know what, I think I'll just chuck a bit of mascara on and I'm good. And I really enjoy doing my makeup. So I like to spend my time doing my makeup. Right. So I don't have time to do it. I don't want to waste my time doing yeah. a shit job. No, <laughs> I don't think beauty good. should ever be a thing that you have to do. Yeah. Apart from sunscreen, which is like, yes. okay, that's my only thing. Yeah. Every guest has said that and we're yeah, like, no, preach so every time. Sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yes, when everybody, you know, ever says, oh, what, you know, what's, what's the beauty thing that you have to do? Like, that's really the only one thing that you have to do. Yeah. Everything else, do what you want. Are you one of those people? Because I know when you go to events, you you spend hours and you've written about it on Instagram. Like this took five seconds, but you're like, no, it actually took like five hours. Hours. Do you enjoy it? Um, Sometimes. Mm. I sometimes don't when it's, you know, when you're in a rush and you've got other things that you'd rather be doing and then, but you have to sit there and, you know, the makeup chair and, you know, there's there's obviously there's certain expectations as the CEO of a beauty company yeah. around, you know, how you, should, how you should look, which, you know, sort of chafes against me sometimes, particularly mm-hmm. when I see the founders of, you know, you know, male founders of startups and they just rock up. They barely even brush their hair and they're wearing <laughs> some grotty hoodie or, you know, yeah. like their company branding on the front and that's perfectly fine. I'm like, well, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could. <laughs> I could. And some Make days, a statement, Kate. <laughs> right. I think people would just be like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, are, you, are you sick? Actually, my mother-in-law does that sometimes. If I ever go over to her place on the weekends, I don't put makeup on. She's like, okay, you look so tired. Oh, no. Like, no, that's just my face. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing with makeup as well, and I think you two will probably agree with me, is that I don't do my makeup for 
men. I do my makeup no. for the girls at work to be like, oh, I love your liner today. Like, That's I've it. never applied makeup and gone, like, I'm doing this because I want a man to notice Man to think that. I'm attractive. Yeah, yes, exactly. I do it for women That's to it. admire my makeup. Oh, it's the same with fashion, isn't it? Yeah. It's like I'm pretty sure my partner hates most of my fashion. Yes. And I don't care. Yeah, but you know the girls in the office like it. That's so it. That's it. We're yeah. doing it for each other. So edu- education's a really big part of what Adore Beauty does. Do you think consumers are more educated now and and why are they sort of like eating it up now? Because back in the day, it was like you just like, I'll get that. It says some sort of anti-aging. Oh, well, back in the day, I mean, you didn't, what choice did you have? Mm. I mean, you'd walk into a department store and go into whatever, what up, you know, up to whatever counter and and you just had to rely on whatever they told you. And you didn't understand what the ingredients, it just Mm. had fancy names that meant nothing. That meant nothing. Yes, exactly. And so I'm really excited that, you know, people are really getting way into it. So am I. You know, and then there's people going, so retinol, like Mm. how does that work? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So People good. are doing their own research and they're making their own purchases independently, which I love. Which, I'm like, yes, power to you. It makes Go me buy happier than anything because, um, I mean, a thing that, like, you know, people sort of ask me a lot, so sort of, you know, and it'll be often in the context of, you know, like business conversations even and then at the end and they'll sort of get this look on their face and I know what question's coming mm. next and it'll be like, so... Like, what's really the best thing? Yeah. Like, it's some secret. There's one best thing. Yeah. That we're, we're all using and none of you know anybody. about it. That's it. And and it's like, well, it just, it, it totally depends. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, there's plenty of people who like things that are, that are super luxe and they want the heavy glass jar and the beautiful smell and, and that's, that's much more important to how they feel about their skincare routine than, you know, whatever percentage of retinol might happen to in it. And it's perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Like just do you, mm-hmm. you know? And so what, what I love might not be what you love, might mm-hmm. not, not be what my mum loves, and that's that's brilliant. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what Adore's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, being brand agnostic and being able to just buy whatever you want. You don't have to use everything from the same range. No, and you goodness, can buy please don't because you know. the whole idea that any one range would be perfect for anybody. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got – you know, everybody's skin is different and what everybody's, like, willing to do. Like, how how many serums are you prepared to layer? I mean, personally, I'm, like, you know, like four at a minimum. But, (laughs) but, you know, but a lot of people maybe not. So Mm. that's – and that's totally cool. Yeah. Well, on that note, I would like you to share your current skincare routine because we do – ask our guests this question a lot. Sure. And I feel like yours is probably going to be the best one we've ever featured. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. All right. So um, morning routine, I would usually cleanse with uh, Aspect Puristat cleanser, Mm -hmm. um, which I use in the shower. It's just a nice light gel cleanser, kind of takes everything off, doesn't irritate my skin. Um, And then we launch into the serum situation, which at the moment there's four SkinCeuticals, ones that I do one on top of the other. Mm -hmm. So CE for Ulic first, which is just the best thing ever. I mean, it is stupid expensive, but it's so good. Yeah. Um, And then the retexturing Activator, oh my which God. I know you love. How good is that? So good. Isn't it? So, were you using that before I started like just talking to everybody about it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, should the, have come and talk to you about it. It's the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just makes your skin 
just flawless. Yes, it does, like doesn't it? That's what it I said. Oh my god, like, you wow. guys and this serum. She <laughs> talked about it a few weeks ago, and she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, like it's exactly. So it really, I really yeah. have to try it now. It's really, <laughs> really very good. Um, and then I do sort of two hydration serums after that. So I do the HA intensifier, like the one in the purple bottle, and then also the hydrating B five gel. Yeah, all skin ceuticals. All skin ceuticals. Um, this is, mind you. This is what it is at the moment. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, You're just, like Joe, it changes yeah. all the time. Right. It, it does. Yeah. It does. But I, look, I have been on the SkinCeuticals for a while, actually. Yeah, I, I love SkinCeuticals. I do super And your like skin it. is looking glowing. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not even wearing amazing. any foundation today. Really? No, I've got Whoa. like just a Whoa. bit of um, the ultraviolet queen screen and I mixed it with a bit of the Clinique, uh, oh, what's it called, like the CC cream, like just a smidge. Yeah. Yeah. I dare to say you look better than you did 10 years ago. <laughs> well, I feel like you're reverse aging, <laughs> like me. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope we should get so. Kate to do that skin yeah, scan that we did. when they come in. Yes. So they do a vis- the Visio scan. Have you done that? Um, I did that with, oh, no, I did the SkinCeuticals one, which is like the oh, one yeah. that's it's kind observe, of almost more like a woods lamp. Yeah. 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 Well, if yeah. you want to do it, they're coming in. They, it tells oh, you cool. your skin age. So my skin age was five years older. Hers was five years younger. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think yours would be 10 years younger. Well, I think you should do it. Fingers crossed. Um, so what's at night? What so at night time, look, night time I'll sort of mix it up a little bit more. I'll tend to alternate a bit more. Um, so I'll use um, either the SkinCeuticals, res- Resveratrol, mm-hmm. what's it, Resveratrol BE or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know one. the one. You know yeah, the one. I've got that one. The nighttime one. Um, do you use the Medicaid Crystal Retinol? No, mm. no, I use... Look, I have used the um, the PCA Skin um, Retinol 0.5, mm-hmm. but honestly, it melts my face off every time. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, like I'll get that. Like I'll get a couple of days later, I'll get peeling. Oh, yeah. And like, it's are still, you quite sensitive to retinol? I think I must be. Yeah, because I, I never peel. From I retinol. am as well. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, so that's why. Like, I, I can't use retinol every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neither. Um, and so maybe, I mean, maybe that's because I'm using so many serums in the morning, mm-hmm. right? That I need to just kind of go easy. Yeah. Actually, you know what? One thing I have been really liking for nighttime is the Biology Evening oh. Radiance Serum, and I'm not usually like a sort of a clean beauty person. Yes. At all. I'm like, no, give me the chemicals. Yeah, but me too. Um, Are you also a cosmeceutical snob like Joanna? Hundred percent, hundred percent. But look, the, the biology I really like. Interesting. It's really um, like in terms of a natural product that's also yeah. pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Like you can feel how active it is when you put it on your skin and that's not a thing that I usually get from natural products. So I actually, I actually really like that. Okay, I'll give that um, one a whirl. So that's pretty good. And then I'll usually use um, moisturiser-wise either the Aspect Phytostat 9, which I know you love also. Yeah, you guys are so that? similar so in your good. skincare. No, <laughs> no, but it's so good. It like it's good. just, it, it, you know, it works for morning, it works for night, it yep. works for summer, it works for winter. Like it's just there's no time that I don't love it. Um, or the SkinCeuticals. Um, what's it called? The Is it the complex? I know the jar. I you can know see the, the one, jar it's in my the head. Jar, it's, and it's like AGE something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can never remember the names yep. of anything. Yep. Um, so I, I quite like that one too, but again, it's quite active, so I mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily use it every night. So I alternate a bit yep. more at night time. Yep. And I think you have the same mesoesthetic fast skin repair for when you overdo it on the retinol. When I overdo it, yes, I use that. (laughs) that. What I'm really liking also at the moment is the new Estee Lauder Advanced Night Repair, um, 
what is it, the reset? Yep. Oh, yep. yeah, concentrate. the concentrate, yeah. The new one. I really like that. Oh, yeah, nice. it's really nice. Like on yep. the nights when you're like, oh, I think maybe no more actives mm. yep. today. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, chuck some of that on and my skin's always happier in the morning. Amazing. Awesome. That wraps us up. I think you were my favourite guest, Kate. Yeah. Oh, you have to that. was that. just no, easy. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the combo can't fire us now. We've got the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Thanks, thank you. Product we didn't know we needed. I feel like we should have a jingle for this. <laughs> Go on, yeah. do a little cute, sing I'm a little not song. Do that. <laughs> Can you sing? <laughs> Wouldn't I like let you know you, that earlier? Do you know my mum doesn't let me sing in public? Yeah, I'm the worst <laughs> singer. <laughs> my if I'm singing on camera on my Instagram, like at a concert, mum will direct message me straight away and go, Hannah, delete it. What have I told you <laughs> about singing in public? <laughs> So what's the product that you didn't know you needed? Um, So mine is actually a dry shampoo because uh, this particular dry shampoo changed the way I thought about this product. Mm. So it's the R&Co Spiritualized Dry Shampoo Mist. And by mist, I mean it's a mist. It's actually a mice- it's got a micellar water it's, in it. Yeah, it's, so it's, it cleanses the hair with like a micellar, but it also just leaves it looking so much cleaner than dry shampoo makes my hair look. I find when I spray normal dry shampoo in, it makes my hair kind of look dirtier in a way. Like it just yeah. doesn't look good. It doesn't achieve what I want to achieve. But this particular product you spray in, it's very wet. I spray it all over my roots. It's and very then wet. It's very Stop, wet. Joanna. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Another <is> one. It, <laughs> so you spray it into your roots and then... Is it moist? It's moist. Um, <laughs> you hate that yeah. word. <laughs> I don't mind it, actually. Um, and then I actually dry it in with my Dyson. So I would never spray it in and then just leave it because I feel like it would dry really funny. But if you use your brush and you just brush it in and you dry it in honestly it makes my hair look really clean it doesn't feel clean when I touch it you can feel kind of like that dry shampooy um it's not residue. like a volumizing because I do I like... find it quite volumizing oh, really yeah because oh. other dry shampoos make my hair really flat I think because right. my hair's so fine yeah it just holds it down now the thing about this one is Joanna and I did a little competition yeah. for how long we could go without washing our hair. Yeah. Don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we actually had three different dry shampoos. We had powder, we had an aerosol, and we yeah. had spiritualized. And we both said that was the best. Yeah. For really going, if you really want to go a week, guys. Yeah. This is because it, we both got to seven days. Didn't yeah. We? So it really yeah. soothes the scalp. Yeah, it does. And that's because it's got micellar water in it. Yeah. Um. It's a really weird, like, it's a, I've never it seen. It smells nice too, which yeah. is a bonus. Yeah. But also you can take it traveling too. So if no, you're not like. an aerosol. Yeah, exactly. So you can just take it in your bag wherever you go and you've always got your dry shampoo. Only thing is you need to have a hair dryer handy Which I don't have. Um, oh, you're a weirdo for not drying your hair. Does everyone else dry their hair or are people air drying? <laughs> yeah. Am I, think, I the weirdo here? I think you're. I feel like we've d- this podcast has shown that you're the weirdo yes, and I'm has. the normal one. Yes, it's pointed out that I'm the only one just wearing undies and not a panty liner. <laughs> By the way, I'm still getting DMs about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hannah, tell me what your product is. So, this is an interesting one. I wanted to do something a bit different this week. Okay. This is the product I didn't know that I needed that I don't want. Oh. <laughs> She's gone rogue. Okay. Yeah, Please I wanted share. to so I wanted to give a little bit of feedback and 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 it might just be me, but I tried tube mascara. Yeah. And I don't like it. Oh. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> what I actually wanted to get 
what were your thoughts on tube mascara? I don't mind it. I've just got really sparse lashes. I've got long lashes, but they're straight and very sparse. So I prefer kind of like a, a volumizing mascara, mm-hmm. which I don't find um, a tubing mascara does for my lashes. But in terms of um, something that's not waterproof that will stay on all day and is really good for oily skin types that smudge a lot around their yep. eyes, I think a tubing mascara is excellent. So I am an oily type and you know yeah. that when I put mascara on, particularly I like to do a lot on my lower lashes, yep, but I do get, get that smudgy panda mm-hmm. eye look. Um, however, as we've discussed, I don't shower every Yeah, night. but also... I learned that you weren't washing it off properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. But the thing with it is unless you're going to have a shower and put warm water on which your Which most people do. Which most people do. <laughs> I've, I, maybe people don't shower <laughs> twice a day, Joanna. Maybe people only shower once a day. Yeah, that's fine. But you're not showering your makeup off. <laughs> I am washing it though, but okay. the problem is that you need to really like for me that tube mascara is you've got to get in the shower and you've got to like put warm water and yeah. it takes it takes a bit of effort to get off. Oh, I don't think it's that um, hard. I but find yeah. it I find it like high effort. Hannah tried to get it off with cleanser and she was like, "How <laughs> hard is that to get off?" I was like, "You're doing it wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and so the other thing, the other reason I don't like it is because I wear contact lenses oh, yes. and I find okay. it, I actually find it a little bit heavy on my, it actually feels a little bit heavier than normal mascara. Right. And so I find it a little bit more irritating with the contact lenses. Okay, that's fair feedback. Yeah, so that's my feedback. So I do still want to recommend a mascara that I yeah. love. So the mascara that I use is the Eye of Horace Goddess Mascara. Which is our best-selling this mascara. This is our best-selling mascara. Adore Beauty got me onto it yeah. and I've never looked back. It's a really, really just good all-rounder, everyday um, mascara and I highly recommend. But who do you think tube mascara would actually be? I mean, a lot of people would benefit from tube mascara. Yeah, just I think people me. that like waterproof formulas um, or but that wear can- it for really long periods and don't want to worry about flaking or – um, smudging yeah. and obviously oily skin types as well, as I said. I did actually wear it on a night out and it did have staying power. Yeah, like it does. It does. It does because yeah. it really does only come off when you want it to come off. Yeah. Um, but the Goddess Mascara, I think it's important to point out that's a lengthening and separating mascara. So yeah. for me, like I really like the formula that it's like a natural formula and it is really nice. But for my lashes that are really sparse and need volume, that's not the kind of formula I go for. Yeah. So for someone with like fairly full lashes that wants lengthening and separating. Yeah, the Goddess Mascara is perfect. Um, but if you prefer more volume, then that's probably not for you. What's your volume? What do you use? Oh, I've got a few on rotation, but one I love is the Benefit Bad Girl Bang. Yeah, because yeah, you're a bad girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you doing the sexual innuendos, not even me. I can't help it. <laughs> it's just part, this segment has become like yeah. the product I didn't know I needed plus sexual innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. 